0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Mission Daily. It is Tuesday here, semi-live from Palo Alto, <laughs> riding shotgun. You hear the giggles. It's Lacey Peace. Lacey, what's oh, up? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, not much. How are you, Chad?
0: I'm great. I was just burning some stage here, enjoying myself, rocking the double headphones. It doesn't get much better than that.
1: Yeah, well, unfortunately for you, I control social, so those double <laughs> headphones will be making it very soon to the Instagram. <laughs>
0: awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I got the uh the kind of homeless look. Not quite sure when the last time I uh shaved or took a shower was. Nobody else is either. And that's okay because this is a show about breaking down the cultural bounds, the panopticon of outsider approval that sometimes we see ourselves seeking or falling into and busting out of the limits around ourselves. And Lacey, I've been reading a book. Do you want to know the name of it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good place to start.
0: All right, let's do it. This is without a doubt the best news I've heard in a long time. You know how sometimes you read a book and you start it and you completely forget about it. You almost like just write it off. You get midway through it or whatever, and you just lose it in the the shuffle and the madness of life, right? So this is one of those books. And I started reading a book called The Fantasy Bond, Structure of Psychological Defenses. I want to say like two years ago. However, Sometimes the information you most need to hear is the information that you just let fall through your fingertips. And it was information that I desperately needed at the time. But because my psychological defenses were so built up and because PTSD was so severe, I just wasn't able to hold on to this message. I was so defensive that I pushed it away. And now I've brought it back into my life and I'm uh, in- internalizing it. So want to hear what the book's about?
1: Yeah, well, what's the message? Yeah.
0: So as individuals who are coming into the world with intergenerational trauma, with our own traumas from childhood, and we're talking trauma broadly defined here. So arguably, everyone just by nature of being born into the world goes through some crazy stuff. Uh, We're all human. So nothing human is foreign to us. All those things. We have our own unique Situations that we have to face. However, the horror and the severity of some of this trauma can create fantasy bonds. And these fantasy bonds are idealized relationships or fantasy that we slip into and we place on our relationships, especially with parental figures, to mask the reality of how they might feel about us. And You know, Confucius said the beginning of wisdom is to call things by their correct name. And many of us use similar words. However, what those words mean to us and to different people isn't always clear, right? So one person might say, I have always cared for you. I've, you know, ever since you were born, I've loved you, blah, blah, blah. But their definitions of love are going to be different from yours. And In The Fantasy Bond, the author, Robert Firestone, conducted a really interesting experiment where he looked at all of his patients and a lot of the work that he'd been doing over decades, and he was just seeing this recurring trend of a fantasy-type illusion that these individuals had in their lives. So we're not talking like delusions of grandeur. We're not talking delusions of, you know, everything's wonderful. We're talking about really specific illusions that create this armor and this defensive posture that is almost impossible to escape. So sometimes it might be, you know, delusions of grandeur or over-idealized visions of like omnipotent parents or a spouse, but often it's just this veil that goes over reality where we over-idealize everyone outside of ourselves and kind of uh, censor ourselves in the process.
1: Interesting. So is it about like how we tend to create our own ideas of like what to expect? Like, is it based off expectation or is it based off our just really flawed views of how others are?
0: It's based off of emotional hunger where it's almost impossible to have our emotional needs met by someone who has been traumatized themselves. So in basically coming up as a child, if you have parents that have gone through trauma and haven't really healed their own stuff, when they're interacting with you, it's going to force you to a place where in order to get that emotional satisfaction, that's where the creation of these idealized, you could call them almost like filters, right? For the world, these filters, these caricatures, right? These caricatures go up around everyone to prevent the, the possibility of real connection. So instead of connection, what we're left with is just isolation and a retreat into ourselves, And once we get into ourselves, like you were talking about in the last episode with the feedback loop, we just get into this loop of constant projection onto everyone and everything and running from the fact that we need things emotionally or physically that we're not getting from our environment. And because in the prison of childhood, or however you want to, you know, talk about it, it's impossible to have these things met. Sometimes we tend to go through life thinking that it's always an impossibility. Rather than face the reality that, oh, it might be already there and we just don't see it, or it might be one difficult conversation away from getting what we actually need.
1: okay. so it's like, um, you're kind of yeah, putting filters on the world around you. Um, in a way, it's almost like you're connecting with this fantasy that you've created inside your own head.
0: Yes, and that's to protect ourselves from the horror that as children, we might not have been accepted, we might have been rejected, and we might have been forced to hide ourselves from the world to keep ourselves alive.
1: So does this book focus a lot on childhood or does it also talk about what you might experience in adulthood that could also cause that?
0: It leaps from childhood pretty rapidly and talks about the cases that Dr. Firestone encountered in his practice. But then also when he would do these retreats with about like 95 people or so, where he would remove them from their environment and go on these retreats. And on these retreats, he would make sure that there were healthy boundaries, but it was a very loving, nurturing environment. And on these retreats, he found that people would open up and become themselves. And however, when they would go back into their traditional environments, they would quickly kill this person that they were in favor of the fantasy bond. And so he would follow these individuals over a period of many years. And it's quite, it's quite sad at points because many of these people would just continue to prefer the fantasy and the illusion to stepping outside of their comfort zone and exploring who they were for just more than a weekend. And if we think about American culture and culture in the West, this concept of like living for the weekend or only becoming ourselves when we're outside of, our traditional environments. This is something that a lot of people do.
1: So I like to think of it a little bit like whenever you meet someone new, how you can kind of just be anyone because they have no preconceived idea of who you are in a lot of cases. yep. Um, That's kind of how it sounds whenever he took them off to this island or, or wherever he took them to just be themselves. It's like you don't have anyone that you're trying to satisfy. You don't have any of these fake ideas. You've already like these structures that you live within. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wonder, and and just to like kind of tie it back into our current situation with everyone kind of locked away for COVID, I wonder how much of our lives, since they've been so thrown up in the air, we're kind of facing some of these fantasy bonds. Like you used to not see, be with your spouse every single day, but now you're stuck with them all the time. And maybe some of the things that you've been kind of putting away or you can ignore whenever you go to work are coming to the forefront a little bit faster than they would have before. Or maybe it's not even negative things. Maybe it's more positive things that you just had forgotten that you loved about someone. For sure. Yeah. It's just interesting tying that back into to where we are right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, ha- it has to be the case, right? And um, especially with a uh, rupture of plane going on. So this is a concept that Marcy Eliad, an anthropologist and cultural historian used whenever there's a rupture of plane where the reality or the fantasy bond is shattered We get a glimpse at the real situation or how fragile life might be we're forced to face the reality so i think all of us have been thrown into this and we're getting a taste for these relationships that we have that is objective right it's no longer subjective because we're forced into close interaction and that type of close interaction is going to expose things for what they really are and this can be great and this can be challenging But ultimately, it's always an opportunity. The the concept of rupture of plane is something that is very positive from an anthropological standpoint, because throughout history, whenever individuals would experience this rupture of plane, they typically would be noticed by the elders of society, and then they would be taken out of normal society and culture, and they would begin their training for work as a healer or shaman or a medicine person. And In today's world, the equivalent of that, I believe, is our creatives. You know, all creatives go through something quite similar, and the creative now has a challenge to face their reality and uh, transmute the pain that they are inevitably going to encounter into art. So that brings us to today's daily mission. Thank you for joining us. Lacey, as always, you're a great super friend to have here along on the show, and The Fantasy Bond is a great book. We're going to be diving into a lot of the details from it in our newsletter at mission.org. We publish it every single day. So if you like Mission Daily, you'll want to subscribe at mission.org where you can get our Mission Daily newsletter. You're going to get things that you don't get on the show in there and vice versa. So Lacey, you ready for the daily mission? Yeah, bring it on. Today's daily mission is to list out, take a piece of paper on one side, put the fantasy bond. And on the other side, on the right side, put the reality. And I dare our listeners, because this is a concept that can cause a rupture of plane, to pick out one relationship in your life that you suspect might be more of a fantasy bond than a reality bond and list out on the left side, the characteristics of this relationship that you think are there. And then just go a little bit deeper. And on the right side, Put some open-ended questions or put some uh, maybe challenges to this fantasy. Just jot out some ideas. Doesn't have to be, don't have to write a book or anything like that. But I just challenge everyone to start to examine their friendships and their relationships, especially parental relationships with this filter and this daily mission.
1: I think I would add one layer to that. And just once you have that written down, maybe talk to someone else who's kind of outside So not the person that you might have written about, but someone who has an outside perspective to kind of help you identify. That's an
0: awesome idea. What
1: is a fantasy bond? And what's the real bond that's there?
0: That's an awesome idea. And this is something that you want to, like Lacey mentioned, triangulate with the help of an objective third-party observer, ideally a therapist or a professional, because we are not, and this is not medical advice, be super careful with this exercise and all daily missions.
1: Especially burning sage be careful <laughs> especially
0: Bye. from someone wearing double headphones in a garage yes. burning sage <laughs> Marcy i would be proud i'm just gonna throw that out there all right everybody thanks for listening Lacey, thanks for joining us and to everyone out there we will see you next time